Do we live in a world of uncertainty? Do we live in a world of fear? Do we know the solution to that problem? Yes, we do. God's called each one of us to be His hands and feet in this world. To be His voice. To be His eyes and ears. To spread the good news to all that we come in contact with. Gideon's International has accepted that challenge that was given to us through Scripture. Organized in 1899, this organization of professional business and professional men have had the privilege of distributing Scriptures in over 200 countries, currently in 109 different languages. We place Bibles in hotels and motels, hospitals and nursing homes. Testaments are given to college students, high school students, grade school students, firemen, policemen, EMTs. The auxiliary who are the wives of Gideons have a ministry also. They place Bibles in doctor's offices and dentist offices. They have testaments that they give to nurses and to medical support staff. You know, the guiding verse, uh, Bible verse of, of the Gideons International is Isaiah 55, 11. And what that says is, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but shall accomplish what I please, and it will prosper the thing for which I sent it. Stop and think for a minute. What is God telling us in that verse? If you know your Bible, and I'm sure most of you do, God spoke directly to the prophets, to Moses and to Abraham and to others in the Old Testament. To the disciples and to Paul and to those that spread the good news in the New Testament. And we're fortunate now that we have a written copy of what God would have us to know. But what does that show us? To me, that shows us that God needs us to learn and to understand how much He loves us. To the things that He has done over the years, over the centuries, to try to make himself well-known to each one of us. And most important of all, it means that he's trying to get us to understand that we need to accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. We need to try to live our lives in such a way that we bring glory to him. And that we understand that Eventually, according to God's word, he is coming back. And this world will be made new again.
You know, this is the, the main purpose of the church is to spread the good news. If you check what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 28, verses 17 through 20, it's a challenge to go into the world and make disciples, to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. But you know, the important thing I think that we need to keep in our heart is the fact that he said, I am with you always. We're never deserted. We're not left alone even though there's no one else around us. God is with us. And you know, that challenge has been accepted by the Gideons International. It has the same goal as your church and as all churches to spread the good news. But you know, it's only through the support of strong churches like yours that we can accomplish the task of spreading the good news. My name is Ryan Reese and I grew up in Los Angeles, California. And when I was growing up, I was the son of a pastor, but there was always still something inside me that wanted to see what was on the other side of the ministry. Like the music, the art, the rock and roll. So I'm working in the music industry, I'm working in the skateboard industry for about 18 years. What did I find there? I found money. I, you know, I was traveling the world nine months out of the year, working with some of the biggest rock and hip hop bands. The cocaine like crazy, tons of Xanax, alcohol like crazy, drinking every single day. And I just, all my habits increased because I had more opportunity. More parties, more opportunity, traveling the world, living this dream, and nothing can satisfy my soul. And it all boils down to where I'm in Costa Rica and I OD for the third time. And I just remember being in my hotel room and I'm like, Jesus, I'm like, if you exist, reveal yourself to me. Prove that you're real to me. I need you to show up in my life and I need you to heal me and I need you to radically change me. And I remember going, man, I'm going, is there a Bible in here? And I'm like, I know there's these Bibles in these hotel rooms. I would see them all over the place. I'd be high on cocaine and open the door or the drawer and see a Gideon Bible. I steal it, I put it in my backpack because I'm gonna find God. So I throw the Bible in there, I get on the plane, I start reading the Bible, the Gideon Bible for six hours straight from Panama City all the way to LAX. And as I'm reading the whole skateboard team, the photographers, the filmers, everyone's looking over at me, reading the Bible, the cocaine pirate. And I remember, when I landed in LAX after reading the living word of God, which is the DNA of Jesus Christ. Landing in LAX. And just feeling that peace that I've never felt. And I remember just going, God, I don't know what you want to do with my life. Here I am. Do whatever you want to do in my life. And I said, God, thy will be done. The Whosoever's is a movement of whosoever's leading the way to reflect Christ in culture. Our verse is John 3, 16. God so loved the world that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So now what we're doing is we're going to public high schools with a full stage sounding setup. We got skateboarders, music, a band, I speak, different speakers. There's hundreds of kids that show up. We meet with them, we talk to them, we pray with them. 
I had a real encounter with Jesus Christ. And He's real, He's alive, and He tra transforms lives. If I can meet the guy that put that Bible in that hotel, and just say, well done, faithful servant, look what you've done. The power of God's Word. It's something that we don't understand, but we can see it every day. People like Ryan, other people that, I, that we read testimonies on that have been saved by just reading the Word of God, being convicted, the Holy Spirit coming upon their heart and helping them to realize that they need to change. You know, the Gideon ministry was originated as, as being a presenter of the Word to people in all walks of life. But you know, times change. And two major changes that have occurred in the Gideon ministry in the past 12 years. The first one is the life book. This little book right here. It's a was first introduced in 2009, early in that year, or late in that year, rather, and 20,000 copies of that little book were distributed that year. And since that time, 3.2 million students have become involved in sharing 43.5 million copies of the life book. This book was written to appeal to teenagers. You know, it's become harder and harder each year to get access to public schools, to be able to go in and to speak with students about what God can do in their lives. I've had the opportunity of being overseas a couple of times on Bible distributions and the difference between America and other countries is striking. The fact that we can still go into classrooms in foreign countries and present the Word of God to the students and talk with them about salvation and encourage them to accept Christ as their Savior. We can't do that in the United States. So the life book is a way that has been brought into existence to try to touch the lives of school children, of high schoolers. You know, during a recent presentation in a church in Pennsylvania, Life Book was explained and how it functioned and what, had, what was being done, what God was doing with it throughout the world. Youth Pastor Chip Stottlemyre was there part of that particular congregation that day and, and the thought of this little book intrigued him. So he did some follow-up online and he found the website and he ordered 600 copies. The next time he had a youth meeting, he presented to them what he had done and, and the, the opportunity to give these books to their friends at school and to help them to understand what God could mean to them. 
plans were made then for this distribution. And one of the students, one of the members of the youth group, was a young lady named Violet Clark. Violet was one of the popular people of school that year, and she was also very sold out to Christ. She asked Pastor Chip if she could have an entire box of the life book. That's 100 copies. Over the next six weeks, Violet passed out copies to her friends, to strangers, anyone that she could talk to in school that was willing to listen and, and accept a copy of this little book that she found that she was giving to them. A few days before her 18th birthday, she finished the 100th copy. Three days later, she was involved in a very serious car accident. As the students were leaving school, she was critically injured. Very shortly after that, prayer groups formed within the church or within the school itself. Teachers and students gathered in the library and in the band room, praying and lifting up Violet and asking God for a miracle. Three days later, God called Violet home. There was an amount of sadness. But yet shortly after that, flyers began to appear in the school, proclaiming the word of God, calling students to the joy that was part of Violet's life. Many students accepted that call. And the distribution of that little life book is still going on within that school and with many others around over the country. Go into all the world. Spread the good news. You know, the second major change really has to do with modern technology. There has been a Bible app designed and built. It's downloadable to Apple phones and to Android phones. It's the Gideon Bible app. And in its current version, this little app supports 1,655 different languages. It can, give, it can either be verbal or it can be text. It can be both. It's selectable by the person that has the app on their phone. You know, Andy Wiles is a traveling businessman and one day his travels started with a plane ride from Wisconsin to Georgia. A train ride then into northeastern Atlanta and finally a taxi ride to his hotel. As he put his luggage and possessions into the taxi and prepared for the trip, he asked his driver, he said, where are you from? Because it was obvious that the gentleman was not Native American. And he said, you know, I'm asked that question every day. 
And he said, rather than answer your question, I'm going to ask you one. Where do you think I'm from? And he thought for a little bit. And he said, you're from Nigeria. The driver got a shocked look on his face and he said, how do you know? How did you know that? Andy told him that he was a Gideon and that a friend, a friend Gideon of his from Nigeria had come to Georgia recently to explain to people, to the organization, just exactly what God was doing in Nigeria. The driver got all excited. He said, I'm a Christian. Jesus Christ is my Savior too. In the conversation that followed then, Andy found out that his driver spoke five different languages and that his family was also in this country. So Andy got out his phone, who had the Bible app on it, and he opened it up and he went to the country of Nigeria in the listing and he found 71 different languages shown on that particular app. And he asked the driver, he said, what is, what is your language? What is your heart language, your home language? And he said, it's Edo. And he went down the list and he found Edo under Nigeria and he activated that. Turned on his phone, turned up the volume and he hit the play button. And the gospel came forth from his iPhone in Edo. The driver got so excited, he almost lost control of the, of the taxi. And he said, that's my language. That's, where I, that's my home. He says, I have to tell my family about this. So when they arrived at the hotel, then Andy showed the driver how he could download it onto his phone. How he could set it up to where it would play Edo. And as the taxi was driving away, and he could hear the Edo language playing what he knew had to be the gospel. You know, the word of God knows no bounds. My wife and I have had the privilege of traveling to several foreign countries, and it amazed me initially, even in, even in third world countries, everybody has a cell phone. I don't know, I just thought, you know, if it's a third world country, they had trouble even finding a vehicle. But everybody's got a cell phone. So, you know, there's no boundary as to where this particular app can go. Because there's places where you cannot place a Bible. You cannot go into a, uh, a number of places and, and, and hand out the word of God. You can't do it. It's too dangerous. You know, the excitement that you see when a person receives the gospel, that's an excitement that a lot of people still in this world don't know. They don't know about Jesus' sacrifice for us 2,000 years ago upon the cross and what that means to us. But you know, we... You as individuals, we as a church, we as Gideons, have the privilege of, of spreading that excitement of salvation. 
because it's what Jesus called us to do. I'd like to challenge you to three things. First of all, I would ask you that you would pray for the distribution of God's word throughout the entire world. That you would pray for the funds that are necessary to purchase those Bibles. And that you would pray for the people that receive them. That that seed that is being planted would take root and grow and produce a harvest. Second thing I would like to challenge you to do is if you're a business or professional man, I would challenge you to join us. We can always use more hands to hand out scriptures, more hearts to pray, more hands to reach to Christ for the lost. And finally, I would ask you to consider that you would assist us financially with a gift to purchase scriptures. 100% of what you give will go to buy scriptures or to distribute scriptures. I will be at the back of the church along with Les Goodrell, my Gideon brother, to receive whatever you would like to give in order to buy scriptures. Another way that you can help the program, the organization, back in the, in the entryway on a table back there, you'll find a little, a, a little rack that has cards in it. You can take those cards, there's no cost, utilize them, send them to whoever you need to, and then at the same time be able to donate money to purchase scriptures that can go throughout the entire world. Also back there on that particular table, you will find copies of the life book. Consider taking one, but only if you want to give it away. Give it to someone that you know that needs it. Give it to a friend. Give it to anyone. my job and ended up on the streets. I found it a suitable place for me to hang myself. We found our son had taken his own life. 
on our property. Just as the distribution was ended, someone placed a testament in my outstretched hand. That one testament had a great impact on our lives and our family. This is an opportunity for me to have a new testament. As I began to read the book of Revelations, I could see how much God loved me. It was like for the first time in my life that, that I really felt acceptance. I'm fixing up this drug, and I see the Gideon's Bible over there. But there was, there was a force compelling me to pick this up. You know, he says he'd take away all the weights and burdens that you have. They were gone. It has given me hope for daily living in the worst circumstances of my life. Then I knew that there was someone who loved me. All I said was, yes, Lord. And, and it was like a... I was born a kitten right there. You know, in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, Jesus tells us, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. You know, most of us think of that particular scripture as being for missionaries. But you know, we're all called to be missionaries. You have a mission field right across the street, right next door, right down the block. Jesus calls us to touch the lives of all people around us. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Let's all stand together.